Welcome to the No Sanity Required Podcast. I want to take a minute and give you an update on how things are going this summer, and then I want to have a conversation with my youngest son, Moses, who is a pretty funny guy and uh, who a lot of you I know have had the opportunity to, to follow through the years. Moses is seven, and he is adopted. He's one of my two adopted kids, and, uh, man, he is he is a piece of work, and he is so enjoyable. Welcome to No Sanity Required, from the Ministry of Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, a podcast about the Bible, culture, and stories from around the globe. We are in our sixth operating week of SWO 20, and I know a lot of our listeners keep up with Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters. You track us online, you follow us on social media, you get updates, and we've been fairly quiet, a little bit off the uh, sort of off the record this summer, just because with all of the coronavirus requirements and protocols, we have had to really focus on the adjustments that we've made to run the program efficiently, to run it effectively. And I, want, I wanted to give you an update because there's been a, a, a lower than normal social media presence. So um, we are able to run summer camp, which in and of itself is miraculous. And we're able to do that because of the fact that the the North Carolina Department of Health and the governor's office put out back mid, let's see, no, late May, May 22nd, they put out what they called um, guidelines uh, and protocols for operating overnight camps. And I think part of the reason they did that is because North Carolina is a big camp state. There's a, there's a lot of camps in North Carolina and and nationally, the camp industry has taken about a $16 billion hit this year because over 90% of camps that are overnight camps are not running. And a few camps that are running have been shut down because they had cases of the coronavirus. So we just, man, we just prayed and, and, and got together as a team and said, hey, how do we pull this off? People are going to need camp. We started talking about this back in April in a real strategic manner. People are going to need camp. Youth groups are separated. They're they're having to do their weekly youth meetings by Zoom calls and live videos and things like that. So we we felt like more than ever there was going to be a need and a great ministry opportunity if we could just run and operate our summer. So with these protocols and guidelines put out by the state of North Carolina and a clear and defined path to executing our mission, which is the Snowbird Mission Statement, drives everything that we do and a part of that is church partnership Uh, we want to equip churches and students and then another part of it is evangelism we want people to hear the gospel and we felt like literally we could be a city on a hill kind of a light in a dark season and this this season has been just crazy between the coronavirus the the riots that we've seen happen racial tensions things like that Uh, people need people need to be reminded of the hope that we have in christ Kids have been out of school since March, where they normally would have been out May or June. Um, a lot of isolation. And so we just felt like there was a, a strong need to operate and, and to run a, an effective summer program. We've been able to do that. So uh, I'm, I'm thankful to report that as of this recording, which is the middle of our sixth operating week, which would have been our ninth week if we had run on a normal schedule, we had to drop three weeks on the front end. Um, the the provisions made by the state um, by the time we could start our program we were about three weeks late 
And to date, we're we're approaching um, three weeks in a row of of a capacity um, group or crowd. Our first three weeks of operating, we're at a reduced capacity, um, about sixty five to seventy percent. And uh, we got a couple more weeks after this at full capacity, and then one small week at the end. So when it's all said and done, we'll have run about a sixty five percent summer, which is awesome. Just in the middle of, in, of everything, and in light of everything that that pastors and youth pastors would trust us to send their students to bring their students. That parents saw the need to get their kids to Snowbird for a week on a year and a summer where it would seem like everything was going to be lost in terms of camp ministry. Uh, and so many reputable camps had to shut down. So many camps were forced to close down. Some friends of ours that run a camp in Kentucky, they didn't have the option. Uh, the state of Kentucky shut them down and said, no, there will be no camps. And uh, and that was the story in a lot of places. And fortunately, we were given a lot of favor. The Lord has protected us, given us favor. We've had an incredible team that's, um, I mean, starting, starting mid-April, we had guys working six days a week, 12 to 16-hour days to get camp open because we had to change so much. We had to add, uh, so we had to remodel our cabins and dorms to create, um, separation between groups. So the way that we're running the program is a youth group comes here and they're basically like a family group, what the state is referred to as a cohort. And so each individual group is separated. They're not interacting with other groups. We have to keep them effectively distanced. And so, uh, it took a lot of work to make that possible, a meal rotation to make that possible, recreation rotations to make that possible. And then a lot of you guys know we acquired a large building about four miles from camp, four or five miles from camp, where we, we bus over in the morning and evening for the worship services. It's a, it's a building with a seating capacity right at two, uh, 2,000. And so on a full week of camp, we've got about 500 in-house plus our staff. So we're at 650 in the building that seats 2,000. We're able to space groups, lots of space in between groups. Um, It's been awesome. So the Lord's moving. Awesome things are happening. We've seen probably more of of a gospel impact in terms of salvation decisions, kids making professions of faith in Jesus, more than I can remember in the last few years. Um which is just amazing. It's just clear that, that God's hand is on this thing. So please continue to pray for us as we move forward. We've got a few more weeks here. Like I said, we're, uh, I don't, I don't know when this will drop. I'm recording this on Tuesday, July 21st, 2020. We'll try to get this update dropped in the next couple of days. And then we will have a couple more weeks after this. We'll officially end on August 15th, but our last full week of camp will be, um, August the 8th is, is the day that we finish our last full week. And then we have a smaller week there that last week. So please pray that we're able to, to finish strong and that the Lord protects our staff and students from um, any kind of uh, illness or sickness or outbreak of the virus or anything like that, and that people continue to come here, hear the gospel, be encouraged, be impacted. I believe it's going to be an incre- incredible close to the summer if if the beginning and middle parts here have been any indication. So incredible staff, hardworking, whatever it takes mentality. They have exhibited Snowbird's core values, and I'm real proud of these young men and young women that have that have worked to make the summer ministry happen. Super thankful for our full time staff that have worked to to make SWO twenty a reality, and most of all, so thankful to the Lord for His favor to to get us open and keep us operating. It's been awesome. So 
Um, there's the update, and now uh, let me let me get this thing rolling with Moses Holloway. This is the ultimate daily dose of Mo right here. So I hope you enjoy. Check in one two three. 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 What are you checking for? Get up close to the mic. Uh, we're checking about to make sure it works. Make sure what works? The podcast. Oh, because we're going to do a podcast. All right, well, we're doing a podcast. I got a very special guest today. Probably my favorite guest I can ever have on my podcast. And go ahead and introduce yourself. What's your name? Moses Holloway. Moses Holloway. Moses what? Dorsey Holloway. Moses Dorsey Holloway. Stay away from the bad guy. All right, so that's your first advice for people? So we're going to get some wisdom from Moses today. A lot of people love to follow the Daily Dose of Mo on social media. So these are the Daily Dose of Mo, if you've never seen it, if you go to uh, my Twitter account or I think even some sometimes sometimes the, the SWO Facebook account, Bridget and the media team will put some of those up there. Daily Dose of Mo are just little shots of life with Moses. Living with Moses Holloway is one of the most entertaining and enjoyable things you can imagine and so i thought it'd be fun to introduce y'all to mo and let you get to know him a little bit uh better so so moses what uh let's talk i need you to answer a few questions so people kind of know who you are so how old are you seven seven years old and um what about uh what school do you go to um the same school i went into now yeah and what school is that called um First grade. First grade is the is the grade in the school, guys. This is going to be totally uncut, unedited. So enjoy. Um, first grade is not the name of the school. First grade is the grade you're in, and you did first grade last year, didn't you? Yeah, but I'm doing it again. Well, that'd be fun. If it's fun once, it'll be fun twice, won't it? What about what's the name of the school? You're the what? Kindergarten. No. I mean, no. Uh... What town do we live in? High school. <laughs> We've been out of school a long time, haven't we? Here it is almost through the summer. We haven't been in school since March. Is your school called and Jewish Andrews? Andrews. Andrews. No, it's not Andrews High School. You go to Andrews Elementary School. Oh. You remember? Get a little closer to the microphone. There you go. You remember a little bit? And when you were at Andrews Elementary School last year, who was your teacher? Uh, Miss Raxter and Heather. Miss Raxter. Miss Heather was kindergarten, I think. Miss Raxter and Miss Brooke was first grade. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time since you were in school, so... And you remember we did a podcast once before, and Juju was on here, and it was right when we got out of school for the quarantine. We are talking about all that. All it, of that? All the getting out of school and everything. So what about, tell me a little bit about your family. Who all is in your family? Kilby, Greg. Okay, and- let's go slow. So Kilby and Greg, who are they? Um, Kilby's, Kilby is your oldest sister. Greg is my oldest brother. Yep, and he's actually your brother-in-law. What that mean? Well, he's who's he married to? Kilby. He's married to Kilby. And where do they usually live? 
at the Mustison when I saw the Mustison right in the bay. Yeah, they're right. They're living down the road at the Mustin's house. So, but before that, they were missionaries. They live overseas. They had to come home for a little while because of the. Because why did they have to come home? Because of what? Corona. Corona. Yep. And then who well, else? I can say Corona. Who else you got besides Kilby? Who else, brothers and sisters? Juju. Juju. How old is she? Do you know? Eleven. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Who else you got? Tucker. Mm-hmm. And he's your what? Big brother. Yeah. Is he a good big brother? Yeah. What do you think of him? He good. He is? What? What's your favorite things to do with Tucker? Shoot birds. Shoot birds. With what? With my 22. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, what about uh, one more? You got one more. So you got Kilby, Tucker, and Juju. Who's your other? Laylee. Yeah. And is she a pretty good sister? Yeah. What's your favorite things to do with Laylee? Sleep in the bed with her. You like to go at night. You leave your bed. You get out of your bed, go crawl in bed with her, don't you? Because she got a big old bed and you feel more secure. Sometimes you get scared in your room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, so tell me this. Um, What is your favorite thing to do with Juju? Um, just hang out with her. Yeah, y'all play good together, don't you? Now, tell me about where were you born? Were you born here in Andrews? No. Where were you born? In Africa. What country? Uh, America? No, Africa is the continent. You were born in Uganda. Uganda? Yeah, and how did you go from Uganda and you ended up here? Because my dad and mom and my rest of my family came and picked me and Juju up. Yeah. And why would we come and pick y'all up? Because you guys wanted kids. Yeah, we wanted you. God. Yeah. And what was the situation like in Uganda for you? Mm, I really can't remember, but I remembered um, somebody would giving that food and stuff like that. Yeah, you were pretty hungry, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't remember a lot of that because you were a little bitty fella. And little Jude, bitty fella can't remember stuff. You can't remember stuff. That's right. All right, so let me ask you this. What is your favorite thing about school? What do you like the most at school? Um, to do Fun Friday. To do Fun Friday. What What happens on Fun Friday? You get to watch a movie, play with toys. Yeah, that sounds way more fun. Play games on the iPad. Mm. Um, also. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. What is your what? Play with toys. Play with toys. Yeah, you said that, so that's <laughs> double the fun. <laughs> what about and and getting to grow up and hang out at camp all the time. What's it like to grow up here and get to go to Snowbird all the time and be at camp every day? I like to do archery. You like to do archery. Tag. You, you've been doing archery tag and archery, 3D archery, shooting the targets. Uh-huh. And also helping the people in the snack shack. Yep, you like to go work in the snack shack. What are some other fun things at camp? Climb the climbing tower. Hmm. Go swim at the pool. Yeah. Go to Z Town. Play Mario Kart. 
go to Zeke's house and play Mario Kart. You get to do that in the evening during worship, don't you? What about you spend a lot of time playing in the creek? No, not that really, but not you really do that much. Catch fish and yeah, crawdads. Yeah, you, you catch a lot of fish and crawdads. But you, it's my fishing pole and worms. Mm hmm, your fishing pole and worms. That's good. And so, what are your favorite things in everything? What's your favorite things to do? Whether it's at camp or at home or. Anyway? Yeah, outside at home or outside at camp. What are you? Just at home already. Yeah, what are your favorite things? Um, just the things you just said, like archery and fishing. Yeah, literally like that. And we and you like to ride your bike, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes me and you go on adventures. What's a, what's an adventure we've been on? Remember that adventure last week? Uh-huh. Shooting our gun at the Reese farm. Yeah, at the Reese farm. We parked our truck, and we hiked back to the back of the farm, and we had those steel targets set up. You like that, don't you? And that also... Uh, the other one. Like, uh, the other one, the adventure was the one we went fishing. Yep. And that other guy property. Yep, that was fun, wasn't it? Fun, fun, fun. Yep. And I almost caught a fish. That was in the Valley River. Those fish are harder to catch than the fish in our pond. What kind of fish we got in our pond? Rainbow trout, Rainbow. a horny hat, and a snake. Rainbow trout. There's one snake in there. All right, last question. Tell me, I want you to think really hard about this one and tell me what's something that you've learned from the Bible, like your favorite Bible story or something fun that you've learned from devotions or the Bible that is, uh, that's like something really special to you or really fun for you to learn. Um, um, Do you have a favorite Bible story? Jack and the Beanstalk. Hmm. That's a pretty cool Bible story. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and the Beanstalk is not in the Bible. <laughs> when, that's a good one we'll end it with that one i like that that's a lot better story than jack and the beanstalk hey bring it up high with some knuckles i love you buddy thanks for coming on the podcast what do you think about it was it fun you did a good job get right up there to the microphone anything you want to say to people before we before we wrap it up here no what would you tell people if you could tell them one thing about life or snowbird or about listening to the podcast what's a message you have for everybody Have fun. That's pretty good. You have fun every day, don't you? I think we could all learn from Moses, get a little more enjoyment out of life, live the most each day, take it all in. I love you, buddy. I love you, too. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Welcome. We'll do it again sometime. Okay. What do you want to do later today? Well, we go to... Mimi talked and get my fishing pole in the room. They see if I can catch those bad fish and throw them in the uh, wood. Okay. And eat your trout food. The sucker fish. Go catch them and get them out of the creek. Or and, just keep the crawdads. And keep the crawdads. Both mm -hmm. sound like noble endeavors. Or just feed the crawdads to them. Okay. Okay. All right, buddy. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to No Sanity Required. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps. Visit us at SWOutfitters.com to see all of our programming and resources. And we'll see you next week on No Sanity Required.